This is Advice for Life with Lynn, Season 1, Episode 3. Today's issue, how to maintain youthful skin and still look like yourself. But then why do we need to go to a dermatologist if we just need sunscreen and a retin-A? I mean, I guess you can get retin-A from your regular doctor. What's the advantage of going to a derma? Well, with a dermatologist, you can get, you know, skin care that's tailored to you. You know, not everybody's going to be able to, you know, handle the 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 same products that your everyone's skin is a little different and also over the counter you only have you know the more mild retinol products you know that which is basically the natural vitamin a at a doctor's office you can have prescriptions for ret for actual retin-a which is a synthetic vitamin a which is much stronger um you know and they can also tailor some products just to your skin so you can actually get a more specific regimen you have problems she has answers Getting down to the nitty-gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our show. This is our third podcast. Woo-hoo-hoo. We're moving up. You know, we've been talking about a number of issues that you care about. Mom issues and body image issues. But today's subject is near and dear to my heart because it's really one of the things in my body that I actually like. And that's my skin. Um, I always say my mom gave me two things, cellulite and great skin. Thanks, mom. Uh, I grew up in the Midwest, so thankfully the sun wasn't too strong there. But I never really appreciated my skin. I don't think anybody really does until later. In fact, like most teenagers, I would abuse it. You know, I would slather myself up in baby oil and lay out in the sun. I don't even think we knew what sunscreen was back then. And I remember my dad coming out to the patio when I was baking my skin. And he would say, oh, I see you're getting your cancer rays. I didn't care because my skin was milky and and I was getting a nice bright red skin and, uh, you know, cancer and wrinkles was so not happening to me. At least my skin wasn't white. So fast forward 10 years and I'm in Florida and I'm on television and I go to my first visit to a dermatologist. I went to the fabulous Dr. Freddie Brandt, God rest his soul, because I heard he was Madonna's dermo. And what's good for Madonna was good for me, a nobody. And he asked me if I used sunscreen. So I was 24. I was a reporter in South Florida. And I thought, sunscreen, well, that's for the beach. Don't use sunscreen. I told him no. And then, of course, he looked mortified. He explained that um, how UV rays break down our skin, even on cloudy days even in a hot car. And it was at that moment that I started using sunscreen daily. And I'm convinced he saved my face. Thank you, Dr. Brandt. But that was over 20 years ago. And life can take a toll on your skin and your face. And unless you're Jennifer Aniston or Sofia Vergara or Jennifer Lopez, what is the secret to their skin? That's what we're going to talk about today. How to save your face without looking like, I'm sorry, Melanie Griffith. She even admits to making a lot of mistakes. Overfilled and strange. But before we get to that... Time for Lynn's Confessions. All right, some of the things on my mind today. Number one, I'm irritated because my doctor tells me how low I am on vitamin D and to get some sun when my chest still has brown spots from sun damage. What the heck? Uh, it's beyond irritating. Number two, I want bigger lips, but I don't want anybody to know and I don't want to look different. Not much you can do there. Anyway, number three, I wish I could live with a Fraxel laser machine and Fraxel my whole body once a week. Like a lover. Live with a machine in bed. Wouldn't that be great? All right. Today's guest is going to give us advice on everything we need to know about how to keep our skin youthful and how to avoid looking like a freak from being overfilled. 
He is the incredible Dr. Christopher O'Connell. Background check. Dr. O'Connell is one of the best dermos in Miami. He's very international. He was born in Croix, France. Mom is French. He moved to Jacksonville, Florida when he was little. Uh, his dad is from Boston, so he's a nice mix of French and Irish and American. Imagine the skin, impeccable. He went to University of Miami Med School, and then he did his dermo residency at St. Luke's in New York. He now works with Skin Associates of South Florida, which, by the way, used to be Dr. Freddie Brandt's office before he passed away. And like most great doctors, Dr. O'Connell is a combination of a scientist and an artist. He loves chemistry and anatomy and art. And he always says to his patients he wants to present the best version of themselves to the world. In other words, when I go to him, I say, I want to be J-Lo. That's not happening. I can only be Lin Lo. Uh, he's also got the best bedside manner ever, taking careful time to carefully explain everything to you in such a sweet way. I'm not kidding. He's also got fabulous hair and some pretty chic shoes. Welcome, Dr. O'Connell. Hey, Lynn. <laughs> Pause. That's weird. No, really, I love your shoes. They're fabulous. Oh, thank you. No, I love shoes, too. That's the artist in you. Exactly. You have to have good shoes. That's the key to every outfit, I think. It's true. It really is. What's the key to great skin? What are the top three things you think we need to be doing to our skin? Well, as you already said, sunscreen is the most important and sun protection. I mean, we live in South Florida. You have to enjoy your life, enjoy your time outdoors. We have to be careful. You know, hat, sunscreen, that's number one because that's inexpensive and that's going to prevent damage to your skin. Your skin does have some natural repair mechanisms that repair it from from UV damage every day, but the skin can't keep up when you get too much sun. So by protecting your skin, you're really, really getting like a heads up on on keeping yourself youthful and preventing aging. Um, the other things that are very simple, you know, simple skincare that patients can do at home, some of it over the counter, some of it prescription, you know, focusing on antioxidants, you know, vitamin A products like Retin-A or Retinol, vitamin C products, you know, that are, you know, in a lot of serums and things like that can also help a lot. So those are kind of like the first two initial steps that are kind of the easiest, you know, things that patients can do at home without doing a lot of, without doing a lot of, of visits at the doctor, without doing a lot of research. Those are the key, two key things, I think, you know, to, to start with. So you say there's really two key things. I said three because that sounded good, very feng shui, but mm-hmm. there are two really. So sunscreen number one and a retin-A or retinol to, to exfoliate. Right. The the sunscreen though, like what about people our listeners in Iowa or you know Missouri or people of color? Like some people think, well, I don't need sunscreen. Like, what's the big deal? Well, you know, everybody needs needs to protect themselves from the sun. You know, no matter what your skin type or your background, we still get UV damage. Some people have a little bit more natural pigmentation, so they have a little bit more natural protection from the sun. But they still get the UV damage. They might not get as much, but they still get it. So those patients still want to preserve their skin, look youthful and have beautiful skin. And they also want to prevent pigmentation issues. You know, people who have darker skin still can have melasma. Mm-hmm. They can get sunspots. They can get kind of a chronic acting actinic darkening of the skin, you know, which, which cosmetically, you know, most patients don't want. So that's why, you know, just to start off with, you know, even people who don't have as much access to like, let's say a good dermatologist or, you know, to, to, to more medical skincare can start with that, you know, and they really have a heads up already, 
you know, on, 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 you know, everyone else just by being a little more careful with us. On. But then why do we need to go to a dermatologist if we just need sunscreen and a retin-A? I mean, you, I guess you can get retin-A from your regular doctor. What's the advantage of going to a derma? Well, with a dermatologist, you can get, you know, skincare that's tailored to you. You know, not everybody's going to be able to, you know, handle the 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 same products that your everyone's skin is a little different and also over the counter you only have you know the more mild retinol products you know that which is basically the natural vitamin a at a doctor's office you can have prescriptions for ret for actual retin-a which is a synthetic vitamin a which is much stronger um you know and they can also tailor some products just to your skin so you can actually get a more specific regimen Okay, so that's the the low end. Right, the more basic. Uh, the more basic stuff yeah. we need to be doing: sunscreen. Put on sunscreen mm-hmm. every single day, no matter what. Brush your teeth. Put it on because that's right. what I try to do. Um, and number two, some sort of retin A. Period. Right. Um, every other day. Right, and that you know you'd combine obviously with moisturizers, appropriate cleansers. You know, people who who have a little more access to doctors at the at the and at the higher end. You know, there's obviously things that you can do that are going to really, you know, push the envelope as far as rejuvenation and keeping your well, skin beautiful. Well, let's talk about that. Let's go high end. So, what are the things that you absolutely love? Like some of the lasers and things that will keep our skin. Well, you know, there, there's multiple different steps in, in rejuvenation because there's different things that happen with aging. You know, we're worried about the skin. We're worried about the texture of the skin, the pigment of the skin. We're worried about wrinkles. You know, we're worried about volume. You know, so there's You're getting all, me depressed. all, yes, the, all I'm these worried different about all factors that, that we need to address. So if I have a patient come in, let's just have, you know, an example of a 45-year-old woman who comes in who so far has just done like the sunscreens, the moisturizers, the retin-A. Mm-hmm. You know, she's at 45, She's gonna, she really needs to be doing other things. Like what? But sometimes people might even start earlier, obviously. I'm just using a... A, a random age as an example. As you're staring at but, me, yes. But, mm-hmm. at, but at 45, most women are going to need a little voluminization. You know, you're going to need to usually lift a little with fillers, sometimes fill the temples or the cheeks or the jawline. Well, let's back you up know, for people who are just listening yeah. to and maybe not familiar yeah. with fillers. Yeah. So just because I've had so much experience propping up my mm-hmm. face, like scaffolding, over time we lose fat in our face, right. correct? And so that's where fillers yeah. plump everything up, correct? Okay. And so at 45, you're saying, you know, you lose volume in your cheeks and you start looking, what, a little hollow, a little more wrinkly. So the, the face loses volume, for sure. That's one thing that happens. So we can, you know, replace volume to lift and restructure the face. And, you know, when you do it naturally and you put a little here and there, people look very natural. When people look unnatural is when they focus too much on one area and overfill that one area. If you fill a little on the cheeks, a little on the temples, the jawline, you're kind of distributing the volume and lifting vertically, lifting, kind of pulling back laterally. You really give like a lifted look and look more natural. You know, as far as, you know, other things that people start to, to address, you know, with things like lasers, we can address your texture, pigmentation, you know, think doing things that are a little stronger, you know, having treatments that are a little stronger, obviously, than creams that actually physically reduce the, the, the amount of pigment that we're dealing with from sun damage, you know, that actually build new collagen in the skin. So for a, a common example would be, let's say, like a Fraxel laser. With a Fraxel, you can help with pigmentation, you can build new collagen, making the skin look, you know, fresher, taking away lines, taking away sun damage. So that's something that you can do on the surface. So, you know, you fill to lift, 
you treat the surface with with a you know lasers you know like a fraxel or something more mild like let's say the clear and brilliant which is you know made by the same company as fraxel but is like a more mild fractional laser um, with less downtime so depending on the patient the level of sun damage the downtime that they have available to them you know there's there are, are treatments both for deeper structures you know deeper deeper issues like the volume loss and more superficial things you know like collagen loss in the skin itself and so and there's damage. two things we need, we should could be doing the uh, obviously laser on top for the skin like you just right. talked about the the elasticity of the skin and right. then treating it underneath with fillers so what mm-hmm. are what is your number one favorite uh f- laser and what is your favorite filler um, as far as lasers, I do really like those fractional treatments like the Fraxel. Mm-hmm. And I think they do a lot for the skin. You know, you're taking away sun damage, you're helping with the texture, you're helping to refine the pores a little bit. There's just all kinds of benefits that people get. And patients who do these things regularly, you know, starting, you know, in their in their 30s, 40s, 50s, look amazing. You know, I have patients that are in their 70s and 80s who look amazing. You would not know their age if you saw them because they've done mild regular treatments for many years mm-hmm. and you know when you do when it, it's better to to start a little at a time and maintain yourself and then you end up looking beautiful for a long time you know it's better to do that rather than to just slowly let everything go and then you know right. c- come Rebuild. in and say 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 you know fix me i mean of course we can do that we can make people look amazing if well do you done remember greta van Susteren yeah. years ago um she's the fox anchor right. i i want to say maybe what was it eight years ago she had a total facelift um it looked like fillers she looked totally different and i think back then too people weren't really comfortable with women right. taking care of themselves as i like to say on air but she got a lot of flack for that because it was so dramatic right um, so you're saying start earlier consistently. What is your favorite? So you like Fraxel. What is your favorite filler? Well, with fillers, you know, it depends on what we're doing. You know, mm-hmm. you have to think about the patient, the, the the volume issues they might have, the area you're filling, their skin type. You know, some people have thicker skin or thinner skin. Some people just have heavier facial structures. You know, men, for example, do these treatments too, obviously, and tend to have heavier skin. So, you know, in men, you might use something like Perlane, which is now the Restylane Lift or Voluma, you know, fillers that have more lifting potential. You know, we can use those obviously in women too, but some women have thinner skin, you know, so maybe we'd use a Restylane instead of the Restylane Lift. Maybe, you know, we'd use a filler that was going to give a softer look if that person had slightly thinner skin. So you really have to choose not only based on what you're doing, but on the patient's skin and, you know, just with experience, you know what's going to look best on that patient. That's why you need to go to a good doctor. Because you don't want to give somebody a hard look. You don't want to give somebody a a look that looks done. mm -hmm. You know, and that's sometimes why people can look bad is if they, it's not just that maybe they did too much. It might be they did the wrong filler. Oh, like used a bunch of elastic instead of maybe fluffy Cool Whip, for example, like according to their skin type. So we're looking at Melanie Griffith, and I don't mean to pick on her, but I've had a few problems over the years. I mean, there was Lipgate years ago where I put something in my lip and it blew up and because the doctor hit a blood vessel, it was horrible. So I I don't mean to sound like I'm perfect. God knows I'm not. But Melanie Griffith, my God, she's made some mistakes. So what, how come, what happened to her and how can we 
like I look at her and then you look at, for example, J-Lo, woman right. in her mid-40s looks oh, freaking amazing. What's the difference? What has one, what has Melanie done wrong and what has J-Lo done right? Well, you know, Melanie, you know, she's still a very pretty woman. She has a thinner skin. Like, she is the type of patient that would have to be very careful with the type of fillers that she uses. Mm. Um, at times, you know, she might have overfilled her lip a little bit. She's somebody who, you know, maybe by tweaking things a little bit, you'd be surprised could really, you know, bring back some of that natural prettiness that maybe some people feel she's lost because she's still very attractive. She just maybe has lost some of the balance that she needs. But it's something definitely fixable for her. That's what makes you look weird. When you don't Mm -hmm. look yourself, when you're using a wrong Mm -hmm. product or overfilled. Again, why it's important to go to the right Mm -hmm. doctor instead of a doctor who says, yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. Well, well, I had a friend who, well, actually her, I'm, it's her twin, but I'm friends with her as well, who was filled by, you know, a doctor, you know, up north, who looked overfilled, but really, when she came in for me to fix it, I didn't have to dissolve the filler, take the filler away. I had to add the filler laterally to lift what they had done because they basically had not proportioned her face correctly. So she was really just overfilled in the wrong area. By putting a little bit of filler somewhere else, I was able to make her look natural. So sometimes it's not necessary that the patient has had. It's not a. Sometimes somebody might look bad, but it's really not a complete disaster. Sometimes they're just filled disproportionately. They need to have maybe their upper cheek filled a little bit more, or maybe they need their jawline filled a little bit more to balance what they did. So it's really all about balance and proportion too. You know, so sometimes people look overdone. But they, they, it can it can be fixed if you if the right person kind of goes in and tweaks things a little bit. Well, Jennifer Aniston, for example, mm-hmm. she's got a, a, you know I mean J Lo obviously has that Latin skin. I think that's a big advantage, like Sofia Vergara. Yeah. But you know, she has beautiful skin. Jennifer yeah. Aniston is you know light eyes, mm-hmm. and I guess she's just done what you're saying, consistent treatments over the years. And Nothing to me, she dramatic. Looks, she looks very good because if she has done anything. Which, you know, of course, I mean, I don't know specifically, but I think she looks great. If she has done anything, it's been done very subtly and she looks natural. You know, she's done probably little things over the years, maybe lasers, you know, other small treatments, possibly injections, and done them in a way that's proportionate, you know, and appealing and also fits with her facial structure. Because that's the thing is, you know, if you have somebody who brings a picture and they say, I want these lips, those lips might not look good on their face. You know, it, you, you're, you're a little limited by your natural facial structure. So when somebody looks good, you know, somebody, for example, who wants to have slightly fuller lips, mm-hmm. that can look great as long as you're working within your natural structure. If, if I give them a lip that could naturally be on their face, you know, based on, you know, their background, they'll look great. If you try to put something or else create a feature that just wouldn't weird. wouldn't that just wouldn't be within the realm of of possibility for them, that that just that will look unnatural. If somebody wants super super aggressive cheekbones and that's not their natural look, it's not going to look good on them. So you know? if you pour all that money into filler, do we need to be sleeping on our back? No, the, because I always wonder. I'm like, oh my god, 
gosh, I just, I don't want to sleep on my cheek. Like, you how? know, right after you've done a, a cheek augmentation, for example, I do advise to patients that, you know, they should not have a massage of the area. They should not, you know, go into one of those, mas- you know, if they're having a massage, let's say, of their back and go into the, 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 the cradle where you put your face, right. you know, that puts a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you've just done a treatment, you really want to let it settle in. But, you know, after a couple of weeks, really, it's settled in. It's your face. You know, of course, you want to be careful. You don't want to do a aggressive massages in the area or anything like that but, but, but live it, your life but live your like, life it's you know filler is gonna your yeah. body's gonna absorb it over time yes what do you do to your face dr o'connell um, i do botox okay. a, a little bit of filler you have no sun damage i i've always been careful with the sun my mother was very conservative with the sun when i was younger so she you know, was your mom yes. taught you about sunscreen she, she was very um she were we you did, good and you put it on my kids i swear to god i just want you know, to at the time sunscreen to... was not as commonly used yeah. but my mother more used you know just i guess more common sense type of things where but wait a minute you if, didn't complain if, you don't remember running from her no no but if we well, went to the beach we kids. went at like four o'clock in the afternoon oh, you know see. she was yeah. more of uh um you know we had a hat we went at you four o'clock or or we went earlier in the morning she wouldn't take us out in the middle of the day so you just do botox I do Botox and a little bit of filler. Where do you put the filler? I've had filler in my cheeks, under my eyes, and my chin. Because you're a baby. Oh, really? Do you do yeah. it to yourself? Yes. All I've doctors do, right? a little, you know, a little here and there. I just did my chin last week. Oh, it looks right fantastic. Here. I should have been a doctor. I've yeah. injecting myself every day and living with a Fraxel machine. So, have you ever told your mom... Uh, mom, you need to do a little something here. Because she's, what, in her 70s now or 60s? No, my mom is in her late 60s. Okay. Yeah. So do you do you find yourself acting like a doctor around her? And what? Yes. I've been. I, she's been my patient for a long time. She was probably one of my first patients. Is she good in, in you know? Oh, she looks very young. Okay. No, but she, no, nobody, nobody can believe her age. She looks very young. So what is the... What does aging gracefully look like? And when do we say, this is as good as it gets? I mean... You know, I I honestly feel, you know, I do have patients who are in their late 70s, mid 80s, even late 80s, and they look great and they do treatments. And you know what? They're young. They have young souls and they're really they are young people. If you spoke with that translates to accept your wrinkles and and saw them, you, you would say, you know, these women look beautiful and they look beautiful for their age. So I really think if you are a happy person and you want to look great it doesn't matter your age but my age is crow's feet around my eyes yeah. don't make me happy yeah. i'm like doing everything i no, can but, but i'm like but how what I'm long is, can i fight this what i'm saying is they're still wanting to look young and they're still mm-hmm. doing treatments mm-hmm. there's no I, I sometimes people will say to me oh well when i get a certain age i don't i won't care anymore but that's not true it, it hasn't happened to me yet. It, it, it's not true it's i think it's important to care how you look and yeah. i and i and I see these women who, who are doing treatments, and they look great. I mean, you can really be in your 80s and look great these days. I mean, you would be surprised how people can look when they take care of themselves, they exercise, they have great 80s posture. 80s and 40. Yeah. But, 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 but realistically, you can still be a very beautiful woman in your 80s. You know, it's, it's something where, where I think that that's a great thing about this day and age is you can you know people as as they age my mother tells me she feels inside just as young she's the same person as she was when she was 25 so now people have access to treatment so they can look on the outside how they feel so if they feel young they can still look young i think that's great that is true so in conclusion your best advice for youthful skin is sunscreen Retin-A. Sunscreen, Retin-A, 
the you know good moisturizer those are the the basic things at home but you know if you do have access to a good dermatologist marry him and live with a fraxel machine exactly you know find somebody who who you trust who knows your face who's you know really gonna keep you looking like you and keep you looking your best and you know it's good to have conversations with your doctor and tell them what bothers you what what you feel about yourself what you feel about your face because also as a patient you know, you, you, you have to, everyone ages, wants to age a little differently. You know, some people don't mind a couple wrinkles, but they want to, you know, to still have the lifting and the fillers. And I don't want anything you, to move on you, my body. So Whereas I'm some fine. people, you know, they, 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 they want to be a little more aggressive and really have a really, really as youthful of a look as they can get. You know, so, so you can do a little or you can do more. It depends on what's right for you. And that's a good discussion to have with your doctor and have a lot of conversations and build a lot of trust. And then you're going to look how you want to look and you're going to look great. The best you version know? of you. Exactly. Thank you so much, Dr. O'Connell. Definitely. I need to marry a dermatologist. <laughs> you can find Dr. O'Connell at Skin Associates of South Florida and Miami. Actually, it's Coral Gables. Their website is skinassociatessfl.com. And his Instagram is at Dr. Chris, C-H-R-I-S. I miswrote it here. At Dr. Chris underscore O. And to sum it up, today's advice for life, take care of your skin Take care of yourself, love your sunscreen, and your retin-A, but don't go crazy. Ooh, good advice. All right, for more on all of this, go to my website at adviceforlifewithlynn.com. You can also check out my blog. It's got some great stuff talking about skin and everything fabulous like that, exactly what we've been talking about today. And submit your questions to adviceforlifewithlynn.com. Sign up for my free email. You'll get the latest tips and advice. And rate my podcast on iTunes. Tell me how I'm doing. All that is free, by the way. Love your opinions. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Don't forget your sunscreen. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.